in the head. The silent of the lambs. The silent of the lambs. What? Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. I'm sorry, what? Uh-huh. The silent of the lambs? <laughs> when you tweeted that earlier today, I <laughs> watched it 45 times consecutively. What is that from? Okay, now we had a whole plan, but now we have to talk about this. Well, I need to hear. I've never to. watched Selling Sunset. Oh, that's what that is. Everyone talks about it, and I actually know that if I watched it, I would be really into it, but I haven't bothered. <laughs> it's weird to say this about a reality show, but um, it does take a while to get into, because it's like made by netflix so clearly they don't really know what they're doing yeah because reality isn't really what they do no it's not up there but alley once you get into it like it's insane and it's fabulous and so that's the thing that i love about it how clearly like some reality shows try to hide how fake they are Selling Sunset just embraces it like, yes, we are a scripted reality show, except for (laughs) that Silent of the Lambs. Silent of the Lambs? I'm sorry, what? Oh, you know, Silent of the Lambs. (laughs) It's just, it's her fake laugh. The way she turns around and goes like, (laughs) and then just turns back around. (laughs) It's fabulous. It's fabulous. The only reality show I've been uh, watching it all lately is I've been... uh, like inching my way through Real Housewives of New York. I'm like halfway through season three. Oh, that's why. Okay, let's set. The, let's say this right now. Next episode, let's get my friend on and we'll discuss Real Housewives because she's like a super fan and she knows everything about it. Yeah, I want to get a little more well versed in it because I actually can tell that it's something that I would like to be religious about. But it's gonna take a minute. <laughs> I, I'm just about the same, with New York, I'm just about at the same place as you are. Like, Scary oh. Island, halfway through season three. We're like, Jill and um, Bethany fight, right? Yes. Wait, is that yeah. season? I could, that could literally be any season. <laughs> no, but like, where they fight, fight. Oh, right. Okay, that is season three, I think. Yeah, that's where about where I am. Have you seen Beverly Hills? No, I've only seen New York so far. Oh, well. I was thinking I, w- I might watch Atlanta, but I hear it's actually kind of boring. Um, I don't know. I've never watched it. I just watched the the best of clips. <laughs> well, uh, I'll just like watch like eight hours tomorrow because God knows I don't want to think any more about the election. Oh, speaking of the election. Speaking of high gangbang girls did you know there's an election going on (laughs) god i am so sick of it it's i mean we kind of knew going in that it was going to be a long announcement period and i knew it was going to be exhausting but this is infinitely more boring and obnoxious and time consuming than i could have ever imagined as as somebody who has been watching CNN for about the past 20, 30 hours. Um, yeah. First of all, let me run out to the pharmacy and get all the Tylenol and uh, fucking, what's that, bone medicine that I can find? Because CNN has been 
selling it to me so well. <laughs> Every uh, fucking commercial break is... No, literally, the, the commercial break I saw yesterday, and I think I told you, was... First of all, one was like, oh, are you tired? Do you pee every 10 minutes? Try this medicine. Okay. Followed by, have you been molested by a Boy Scout? I'm going to target You might be entitled to compensation. I think like this like, is coming what? after you. Well, I've, I was never in the Boy Scouts. But. But I still think that's up your, like, aesthetic alley, don't you think? <laughs> well, totally. Yeah. I just find it funny, like, that, like, I don't know. And bone sickness pills. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? Boniva? Is that what it's called? I haven't been watching at all. I've just been reading basically like New York Times updates and The Guardian. Uh, I hate both of those publications actually, but they update pretty quickly. Don't say it out loud that you, you that you read them. I know. Ugh. I shouldn't say out loud that I've been watching CNN either, but what okay, else the, am I going to watch? The CNN, like, reporting is even worse than the Guardian or New York Times. I was just flipping through it on my lunch break today and was like, who writes this? <laughs> it was What like, do you mean, who writes this? They, they've been, like, uh, pulling facts out there. Not facts, but they've been trying to, like, make stories out of nothing, nothing for the past 24 hours. They just keep repeating, like, Michigan exit polls and how Joe Biden could win or how Trump could win okay. for the past 24 hours without any, like, actual updates. And I literally read a headline, and it was, like, someone in Biden's top advisorship is saying that they feel confident they will win. I was like, okay, uh, great. Thank you for telling me about what one loser in fucking Biden's party said. Also, what is the deal with literally everyone in this path to victory? Th- these paths? Where the are path these, like, to where, victory. <laughs> where the fuck are these like Let me click the interactive paths? map and show you the path to victory. Like, get me, get me my Yahoo maps out and show me these fucking paths that no one will shut up about. It's on every single publication. It's so I, annoying. I, as I've been watching, I just keep thinking about, um, first of all, the poor guy that has been on his feet, probably, like, doing rails of cocaine for the past three days just so he could, like, keep clicking on that interactive map. And I just keep thinking about the days or weeks of training he had to do with that interactive map just so he would know exactly where and what to click when and <laughs> where it was needed just it could be oh you want to see blue in 2014 well let's go click clack blah, 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 blah. like i just i am so i should have watched fox news <laughs> yeah uh, honest oh, apparent but now the conservatives hate fox news too everything is like well i wouldn't say it's out. the conservatives it's the trump base everyone hates fox news it seems now. well i mean well, thank God, finally. But it still did win, I saw. It won the election coverage. It had the highest viewers, more than CNN. And I want to say this. As somebody like you who has lived abroad, mm-hmm. it's so interesting because I, I don't think Fox News is... Um, I, franchise is not the word, but like CNN is everywhere. Right. And then American CNN is much different than, like, worldwide CNN. Yes. Because whenever, like, I saw this coming up in the 2016 election, like, oh, CNN ass, CNN, like, fake news and um, biased and shit. 
And as somebody who lived abroad their whole life, like international CNN is very, very highly regarded for like their very fair um, reporting. But that used to be it's the image in America too. It's specifically American CNN and American the the opinion panels and stuff like that, much like yeah. Fox News, which is ironic, that like gives it that view of it being somehow unbiased or well, I, I remember when I was watching the 2016 and 2012 elections that I found the CNN coverage to be, like, pretty dry and, like, more kind of aligned with what you're talking about. But then, somewhere along the road, they hired that messy bottom, Anderson Cooper, and <laughs> it's so weird. He just, like, goes on and, like, monologues and is like, this is the end of democracy. Vote. Get out and vote at the orange fascist is gonna get you and i watched like a few hours of like a live stream a a few weeks ago and it's just a lot of monologuing it's like tennessee williams is now writing all of the dialogue for these losers (laughs) it's it's funny you're you're right about a shift because i remember even i mean i was grown in i was in high school for the 2008 election and I think it was either about to graduate or already my first year for the for the 2012 election. So I was like grown, like grown enough to be aware of the media landscape. Yeah. And I don't ever remember it getting as heightened as it did in 2016 with the commentators on both sides. Yes. Because I I I remember the 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 right. And especially Fox News, just, I mean, maybe it was The Simpsons with the helicopter gags, always, like, just throwing it into my brain for years. Mm -hmm. But it was a 2016 election that just heightened everything to a degree that, yeah. Well, I mean, because Trump has that communication style where he speaks in extremely grammatically and syntactically simple sentences. And but it wasn't Trump. It started before well, Trump. Like, it was Trump and Bernie, and it was just a whole thing where, like, everything was heightened. Right. Well, I think, you know, because of what I mean is that, you know, Trump's, like, speaking pattern and, like, his form of communication is all about drama, basically. And mm-hmm. it was obviously a massive success, and, you know, his supporters bought into it really severely. And then I think most media kind of saw that if they adopted the same kind of instant gratification drama theatrics that they could also like get that same kind of attention and they just never stopped but yeah you're they they did never stop but i feel like also political interest i think up until the the what was it in 20 in 2018 was it the the senate oh the midterm elections the midterm elections yeah it was heightened until then. It was like two years where everybody was just on edge and following every single little gaffe or in every single yeah. sentence. And and then after that, nothing. Yeah, just, People just, yeah, I'm I, done. I'm so done. Um, Like, I got wasted last night when I was uh, doing the I'm So Popular election episode. And then I just, like, kept drinking while I was editing and, like, a little before that. Um, I was hungover at work today, 
and I looked and felt like a ghoul, like haunting my workplace. And one of my coworkers was like, "Oh my god, your voice is really husky. Are you okay?" I was like, "I just like chain smoked." Sounds great. <laughs> I just like chain smoked a pack of cigarettes last night, and then like drank until the sun came up. Like, no, it's I'm fine. <laughs> oh God, is so, that why you're drinking water now? Uh, no, I mean I had water. I'm still drinking more whiskey because I'm not oh, going okay, to betray good. the pod like that. But mm-hmm. no, yeah, um, it was not good. I was dehydrated. And then I also realized I merely did not eat dinner last night at all. Oh, so the only thing what I ate yesterday was my lunch at school. So I had like some rice and like a piece of fish and like a little soup and some cabbage. And like that was all that was inside my body and alcohol and nicotine. Welcome to my life. Yeah, so I got what I deserved. Like, I had a shitty day today and was exhausted and goostly. Goostly? Whatever. Goostly. Goostly. I was positively I speak of the English very well. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't make me do my... I literally almost just, like, was going to do my Japanese accent. So, Jane. No, no. <laughs> Jane. <laughs> she knows what this means. Jane. Jane. No. Jane. No. Uh, yeah, so this election sucks. Sick of it. Hate it. Um, the only good stuff we got was we got some, like, delicious cringe content of uh, celebrities reconciling with the election. Oh, speaking of that, you know what I'm surprised about? Out of everybody who could have been extra, yes. extra cringe about the election, Madonna has not yet, yet, as of this taping, made a total fool of herself. No, we have not had a she's going to snatch that presidency moment yet. That was a uh, that was iconic though, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, it left a mark on society. <laughs> Hillary's fat. Why does she animate her ass so fat? I know. And then I also love that it's like just like some shitty like fan cam, like some like bottoms like flip phone audio and it sounds like a fucking cheese grater. But- that's the thing. So I didn't realize it was it was a live recording until later. And then I didn't realize that's actually Hillary on the track screaming. What? Yes. No. Yes. It was like from some fundraiser event or something like that. Or maybe from a live concert or some shit. If you listen, if you watch the video and you listen, you can clearly hear Hillary singing the fucking track. I thought that was a gay man. Well, you know, power suits and all. Ugh. You know, Hillary Clinton does kind of have, like, a faded gay aesthetic to her. She kind of reminds me of, like, those, like, sad, like, 47-year-old, like, a little bit overweight, like, balding, like, single gay men who end up being, like, elementary school teachers and stuff. I get that vibe from her. That's... Sad. No, I don't get that. I don't get that vibe. I get, I want to be yes. a principal really bad, so I'm going to be the best English school teacher you can find vibe. Okay, I get that vibe from Kamala Harris because, like, she has, like, principal energy. She's like, I'm going to lay down the law. I'm going to incarcerate. Fun principal, though. Like, ah, you're suspended, but come on. It's a great <laughs> experience for you. Here's how you can learn from this. Let's do this. Yeah, and then she locks you inside a fucking detention room for. <laughs> 
I remember yeah. in my school we had we used to get detention for being late in the morning, uh-huh. and we couldn't use traffic as an excuse. And I was living in Singapore, where like the traffic it's is gonna, traffic. gonna snatch that attendancy. I uh, so you got a detention for being late, but did you ever get detention for anything like juicy? Uh, well, I got suspended for what drugs? No. Um, I got suspended in middle school when I was maybe the first year of middle school. Because I remember, um, this is my memory of it. Sucking dick in the bathroom. No, no, no. But, um, so I was taking the school bus and some girl who was about, I think she was either in elementary school Probably, like, the first year or second year of elementary school. So she must have been five or six. She took... I was just talking to my friend, sitting in my seat. And she took a a book out of my bag. Uh, uh, Not a textbook. um, Where you write. Whatever. Um, And she just started staring at me. So picture... The the six-year-old girl is just staring straight at me. Well, you're a middle schooler, right? Yeah, but maybe I'm 10 years, like, yeah, what is it, 10 years old? Yeah. Okay. And she's staring straight at me, like, it's straight in my eyes, and she starts ripping pages out of my book as she stares at me. (laughs) Like, how evil is that, first of all? And I'm like, please stop. And of course, I don't want to, like, touch her or something, because every bus ride, you always had the driver, and then you had, like, um... We call them the the auntie, like the assistant or yeah. whatever that like makes sure the kids are behaving. Right. And and this bitch just starts tearing pages out of the book and staring at me, and I'm like, please stop, please stop. And then I stab and I literally say, please stop, you fucking cunt. And the bu- <laughs> you got a six year old cunt. Yes. I, and I was 10 years old. I was just barely starting to learn English. And I, I guess recently learned that word. And I just called her, you fucking cunt. <laughs> but I don't hit her or anything. I just like snatched the book away and then put it back in my bag. And like, yeah. I was mad. But I did not hit her just saying nothing. I just but, said but the, those words. the auntie heard you and it was over. The auntie heard me. So I went home. Everything was fine. The next day, I'm like in the middle of class. And they said, David. Dave, David, um, you wanted the principal's office. And I was honestly shocked. I was honestly shocked. And I asked the teacher, uh, who was one of my favorite teachers, actually. I asked him. I looked at him curiously and I say, why? And he looks at me with, like, defeated eyes. He just says, you know what this is about. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And by the way, my principal's name was Mrs. Gay. So, so Mrs. I, I Gay, got, I got called into Mrs. Gay's office, and and then Mrs. Gay said, "David, you no. know what you've done." Yes, and bear in mind, this had been a couple, just a, maybe a year that I've been living in Singapore. So maybe a year that I was um, learning to speak English, and just anyway behave in that environment. It was a British international school, yeah. so you know, on top of that. And she doesn't scream at me, but you know, that very British, like, I'm very disappointed in you, blah, blah, blah. So I just sit there and I take it, right? And I don't yeah. say anything. And then she says, you don't, you don't even, you're not even going to apologize? 
So I'm like, oh shit. Like, I didn't even, like, I was just being, like, shit on from, like, <laughs> yeah. my behavior that I didn't even think of being like, oh, I'm sorry, and, like, begging. So she says, you're not even going to apologize? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, now you apologize? Like, for fuck's sake, a yeah, 10-year-old boy getting screamed at by Mrs. Gay. Like, yeah, Mrs. Gay fucking... just set you up. She set me up. So I get suspended, and my mom, who could barely speak English, gets called to the to the school, and she just rushes over thinking, like, I got hurt or something, and then she gets called to the principal's office and they explain to her the whole thing, including that your son didn't even want to apologize, right. which is hello. And my mom has never been one to um, coddle me, like, ever at all. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, my son makes a mistake. Oh, no, the mistake must be on you because my son is always right. Ever. she. If I made a mistake, it was always like, well, you probably deserved it. Um. But the one time I told her what went down and how it happened, and she's like, oh, well, okay, you're not going to get punished for this. <laughs> and I, rem- I remember it perfectly, me getting suspended, because it was, uh, the Pussycat Doll song, uh, Buttons. Oh, yeah, classic. The video, yeah, classic, the video had just come out, and I just remember playing that on a loop, by the way, what is this, 2005? So having to wait about 25 minutes for the video to load on YouTube first. Yeah. And then just playing it on a loop as I was think contemplating about my suspension. <laughs> and um, Open up my yeah. buttons, Mrs. Gay. Fuck you. She's probably dead now. Fucking old-looking <laughs> cunt. Fucking hate her ass. Cunt, cunt, cunt. Cunt, cunt, there. cunt. Am I the gonna get suspended time, now? The only time I ever got in trouble... I got in trouble, like, three times, and it was because everyone knew I was a faggot from, like, fifth grade, and (laughs) it was never, like, the chads or, like, the basketball players or whatever who were picking on me. It was, like, the weird antisocial kids who would, like, follow me home and call me faggot and, like, throw rocks at me and stuff. That's weird. um, They're supposed to be your allies. I know, but it was, like, literally the emo kids and, like, the weird, like, country bumpkins who, like... (laughs) have no friends but, like, the sheep that they're fucking when they get home. So They must be so happy that Oregon legalized heroin. Yeah, I know. They're living for that meth. Gonna snatch that <laughs> meth. Uh, yeah, Jacob Glatz. I'm doxing him on the fucking pod. He, <laughs> he threw rocks at me, and I was scared. And then he, like, followed me around during recess where I was, like, playing my, my faggoty little imagination games by myself, you know? And um, he put snow into my pants. Like, he, like, threw me into a wall and, like, put snow into my pants. It was, like, midwinter. And he, like, went inside, and I followed him, and I spat on him. And uh, that kid didn't get in any trouble. It was just me, and I was in detention for two weeks. And <laughs> the principal said it was because the spit got on the other girl who was standing by and I'm like it did not get on Deja okay it just got on this Deja. brat fuck you uh, and then one time I brought porn to school <laughs> did you ever have um, any school wide drama that did not involve you because for me when yes. I was at that same school which by the way it's Chatsworth International School in Singapore Mrs. White you fucked a student <laughs> I had, a, that went I had out. 
a student fucking drama too. Oh, go on, do tell. Yeah, my um school director, the administrator, he um got caught with a student and apparently it was like multiple students and then like a conspiracy ring emerged where like a bunch of the other teachers apparently had known about it and uh when he got caught he stole like 10 of the laptops out of the school and then drove away on a motorcycle crashed it and went to prison (laughs) and his son was my first male kiss well except for the except for the kid fucking of course yeah that's disgusting yeah, and then his uh, son was the first boy I ever kissed. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> you sure know how to pick him. I sure do. <laughs> do. Uh, do you know who else knows how to pick them? Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. We forgot to talk about the election, but I do not care because I literally have nothing to say about it anymore. Uh, there's nothing to say. But uh, I am kind of amused and tickled by Lady Gaga's, like, flailing around uh, for Joe Biden. <laughs> it just felt, well, I wouldn't say it felt um, not genuine because I feel like she she is true to that. I think like, she is true about it as well. But I did see a tweet today something along the lines of you know what maybe getting lady gaga to get to vote f- to get an audience of 40 year old coal workers was not the best choice and it's true like it just felt like lady gaga would have been an amazing choice for like obama you know somebody who's pretty young right. and in touch biden i mean even the most democrats are like the slogan has become let's settle for biden yeah and picking gaga who is still very successful i won't take that away from her but you know you either need somebody who's like currently very hot right now or some type of bigger legacy act like get a bruce springsteen get a bon jovi some shit like that like lady gaga will get you the hits but (laughs) it will not like light the 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 base the the voters well, I Does like that make the, um, sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And I, I really like the idea that, like, the Biden campaign, like, had to listen to Chromatica. <laughs> and say, please sing yep. none of those songs. <laughs> <laughs> please come here and don't sing any of them. Like, can you imagine, like, someone in, like, the upper tiers of the Biden campaign is, like, listening to, like, Sour Candy and is like, yes, this is the person we need to perform at the rally. <laughs> oh, can you imagine Blackpink's surprise appearance? It's a Sour Candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh god wait let me just check i i just got curious all of a sudden yeah if there's been any updates while we've been speaking oh before we started it seems very likely that biden is could take georgia and if he gets georgia, I saw georgia he wins no i think if he gets pennsylvania he wins oh yeah that's correct oh wait so i just googled biden updated now he he's a 264 yeah, he they, won arizona like they called arizona hours. okay are they, are they saying that again because they said that last night oh i thought last night was like possible no uh well i don't know well trump just tweeted 15 minutes ago stop the count <laughs> 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 In just all caps, stop the count. I love him. Uh, that's um, what uh, Lady Gaga said to the 
billboards when Chromatica went on. Stop the count. Stop the count. I'm not flopping. Hello, please. No. <laughs> Stop the count. Actually, we can't. No, we cannot say that about Gaga, but we can definitely say that about Katy Perry. Oh, God. Katy Perry was like, keep the count. She's happy. She's happy at this point for two streams on Daisies. Oh, come on. It's so sad. It is sad. Wow. But I think, like, I, I kind of She did Mariah Christina numbers, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, Madam X outsold with with a fucking theater. To, to be fair, though, to be fair, let's call a spade a spade. Katie did not have, well, she probably had, like, bundles as in, like, buy my daisies, like, bloom hole undies or bloom whatever. Bloom hole. <laughs> but she didn't have any, like, tour, tour bundles. No. Gaga still, to this day, I think, has not canceled the Chromatica dates. That were, no, well, she canceled the ones that were supposed to happen this year. But she hadn't. She didn't cancel them until after the the album launch. Oh my god! So, so she's still, she still had the, the Chromatica ball is still coming. <laughs> yes, come on! All of the artists who think they're gonna tour next year, I point and laugh. Oh please, thank Rina God. Rina Sawayama, god. girl, it's not happening. Not for you. No. No, not it's, it's not gonna, gonna happen be for Zach Lingley, Chi Chi in a bar. If you want to see somebody perform, what's the bar called? Let's plug it. Oh, wait, no, uh, we can't. You're going to get arrested. No, <laughs> I think it's okay. Um, yeah, come to Bar Peace in Nagoya. I don't work there. I totally don't work there. I just go there a You lot. just show up yeah. and do a little dance. I do a little. Yeah, I don't actually um, perform at that club. I just, like, host. But um, I usually perform at Metro in Nagoya, which is completely legal. So... Totally legal. Yeah, totally legal. And on that note, uh, should we take a little break before we come back and discuss our further topics? Yeah, I'd like a sig. Yeah, I'm pissing my pants. Okay. Um, okay. Be back in a sec. Be back in, yeah. We're back. Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Lanta Del Rey. Yeah, um, so keeping up with celebrities and their endless slew of responses to this mess uh, my number one favorite goes to lana she won the whole thing i mean she's the only one that even made noise she she actually snapped (laughs) the so you describe the situation i think you have a better handle on it basically lana has always like kept a pretty good eye on her fans like she is always, like, interacting with them a little bit, or she's, like, put, like, a phone number on her album covers. Like, she follows some of them or, like, reads their tweets and stuff. And uh, one girl was just like, I know Elizabeth voted for Trump. I just know it. And she responded to the tweet and was like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) She she is not having it. Uh, And then the girl was like, I have your name tattooed on my arm. How could you tell me that? That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I have you a, tattooed on my arm, and then gonna get a Lana Del Rey tattoo. Like, how are you? Like, how are you missing the fact that like all of her aesthetics are Trump adjacent? Like, I don't think she voted for Trump. I don't care. No, but that's a, that's the thing she tried to prove. Like, I am against Trump, but it's just so funny. And then that girl, this, didn't she say something like, oh, I'm going to be unstanding? And then Lana replied publicly, I was waiting for you to do that. <laughs> like, 
Can you imagine? Oh my god. I love the way that Lana comes at people sideways. It's so funny. Like, even the drama between her and Azealia Banks, where, of course, Azealia was completely in the right. But, um, it's just so funny the way that she just, like, pops up and says, like, this <laughs> nasty, like, white girl high school shit. She's yes! Like, I, I and she's, like, not pushing 40 for now. She's, like... <laughs> I love her so, like, that's the thing, I love, oh my god, thank you social media, it might have ruined Madonna's reputation forever, but thank you for everything else, because it is fabulous the way, like, you said before, they can just be real people, all of a sudden, they're just real human beings, and Lana has shown herself countless times to just be a real... Yeah, I'm getting a flashback. Did we not talk about Lana already? I don't think we've. I don't think we brought her up on on this show yet. Oh, okay. I love her. Yeah, I love her. I love Lana Del Rey, and um, I love her too. I she gets in trouble all the time for being stupid and like just. But my one of the things I like truly love about her is that. She really is just kind of like a a regular like awkward woman, you know. She's like very like everyday girl. Um but she just does not like try to glam it up. Like she still just like goes to the supermarket in some ugly jeans and makes stupid emotional statements about artists that she's jealous of on Instagram. Like I I find it all very That's funny. endearing. That's so funny. Like um wait Wait, let's bring it back a little. Okay. What's been your experience with Lana? Because let me just bring mine up first. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm an egomaniac. Um, so I discovered her right about the Born to Die era. Yeah, me too. And I thought, no, but just the, I by that I mean the lead, not the, the album itself. Just like the lead. And I thought that was one of the best things. It was just, wow. The video, the song, it was wow. And also it was on Tumblr at the time. So it was just everywhere. Yeah. And then when, so then Ride and the, what was it called? Par- the Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. yeah it was and like then the, the whole Tropico. That, the, yeah. what, what was it called? Tropico, the, 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 the movie. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. Then I I dropped off. I could give less of a fuck. I did listen to Ultraviolence, and I have loved Ultraviolence. I think to this day, it's probably my favorite yeah, Lana album. Yeah, it's my favorite Lana album, too. But then I totally dropped off when she did the the other two. What, Honeymoon, Honeymoon and, and Lust for Life. Yeah, I dropped off. Then, then she dropped the... Norman fucking Rockwell. But she dropped the single, like, a year before. A long time before, yeah. Like, I think it was legit a whole It was, like, nine year. months or a year, yeah. And I, I listened to the single, and, yeah, whatever. But then when Norman fucking... Nor, Norman fucking rock... Wow, that's a mouthful. Came out, that I totally go back into her. Now I love her again, and I will stream whatever from her. Yeah. But for those good, I guess... Four years, I could give less of a fuck what she was saying. And now she's fabulous. Well, um, let's see. I had well, a she's not s- racist. 
<laughs> I had a similar journey. Like, uh, I also got into her during, like, the Born to Die moment and thought she was, like, so thrilling and interesting to me when she first came out that, like, mm. I wasn't sure I was, like, allowed to like her. And she got <laughs> shit on with that album, too. Like, Pitchfork hated her. Oh, remember? Yeah. She, she was... And the SNL? The SNL, when she, Oof. like, flopped that performance. She was just, like, standing there, like, looking really, like, aloof and sad, like, trying to, like, sell her character. (laughs) But, like, now it makes... But that's the thing. Like, now it, in context, that all makes sense. Yeah, of course. But if you just... If you just watch that, they weren't wrong, really, to drag her. No, no, no. People didn't know who the Lana Del Rey, quote-unquote, character was. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, Ultraviolence, I think, is is her best album. And I think Honeymoon mm. and Lust for Life are not amazing. I think Honeymoon is better than Lust for Life. Like, I don't listen. But I don't listen to either of them at all anymore. And uh, I like Norman fucking Rockwell. But I am tired of Jack Antonoff. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a different conversation. Because I don't really listen to the... The other stuff he produced. Yeah, he did like he did Lord and he did Saint Vincent. Yeah, and so I um, think he did melodrama, which I guess I listened to maybe twice, and that's on me. I'm not shitting on the album. Are you afraid of Lord stands or something? No, I'm just speaking Mm -hmm. for myself. Mm -hmm. Does Lord have angry stands? I'm not shitting on BTS. Oh my god, I would not I will not comment on BTS. I will comment on Blackpink all day, but I have nothing to say about BTS. <laughs> I I honestly there. I honestly do love BTS. Well, no comment. Wait, I, no, I don't love them like I super stand, but uh Boy with Love with um what's her name? Halsey? Halsey? Oh, you like Halsey, don't you? No, no. I I don't know really any song by her. I just know that song she did with BTS. And I really like that song. Okay. And Dynamite has been nonstop on the radio and it's pretty catchy. So that's pretty much my what I know about BTS. One of their members is really ugly. <laughs> Do you know which one I'm talking about? I don't know his name off the top of my head, but his eyes anyway, are always um, fucked. The contact. I'm so glad that um, CL came back because we love some OG queens. Ugh. Oh, I don't really, I don't really like CL that much either. <laughs> no, no, Zach, don't come on. Twenty one. I, I, uh, uh, they're fine. I, I like, I like, I like that era of K-pop a lot, and I actually respect Twenty One a lot. Um, uh-huh. I think CL is, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> you like your bomb stand or? I do like I do I do, but I like um I like the kind of pre, K-pop boom like K-pop singers like Boa and like Lee Hyori, Rain. I love Boa. Um, I'm sadly not as familiar. I am just literally in the past few weeks getting back into her because for some reason on Twitter there there's there was a Boa boom. So I got back into her, and I realized a lot of the so- songs they already knew. Yeah. I knew, oh, now I know where they're from. But generally, nothing against her. I just, I guess, was not aware, which is weird because I 
like I I I I was raised basically at least in MTV and the media in Singapore and Bangkok on the pre second wave like K-pop yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so she I was the known. diva. She was. She was the queen. Yeah. And then she dropped the fuck off, but um her her most recent stuff is kind of cute too. Um it it is what it is. I got to get I got to get into that. Yeah. I'll send you a, a one shot, two shot is amazing. The name already, I'm sold. She goes, one shot, two shot. I, why Why is that? I, I have not heard the song, and that's exactly where my mind went at. One shot, two shot. Yeah, it's because all, it's because <laughs> so much K-pop is, like, produced by, like, Western producers, like, kind of imitating, or like. Or the same five producers. Yeah, it's, like, the anyway. same five producers, like, doing, like, the same song over and over again. And it's either, like, impressions of, like, Western 2015 Top 40 or, like weird hip-hop but that's why i think sec especially second generation k-pop is so exciting because they were they were riding the wave and they were actually making the music that um the western artists couldn't fully do because yeah. it would have been considered too maybe too campy or too out there yeah i agree with and that it's interesting that that's not um that's not the wave that caught on right away, but it's a second wave where they're just repeating. I'm not saying they're repeating the same music or copying or anything. No. But what they're doing is um, kind of feeding off of that sound or that wave that happened a couple years back when K-pop second gen was writing it like on its crest. Yeah. They, they were right there. Does that yeah. make, do you know what I mean? No, no, Does that I, make sense? I, I, I know what you mean. And I don't think that the most recent groups have, like, been able to, like, uh, I don't know. what I, I don't think the, the music that they're making now is compelling or, like, has, like, as mm. certain of a vision. Because, like you were saying, like, the second wave stuff, like, had a perspective on it. And it really, like, was approaching that kind of western pop music from its own angle but now it feels exactly. a lot more derivative exactly exactly you said it you said it. of course i'm stupid <laughs> you, you this is what we're together i vomit out my ideas and then you succinct them into something that's digestible yeah no i was actually thinking about this earlier today we're like such a good pair for a because like we have like the similar like nature but we often approach like the same topic a little differently i like i kept thinking about like oh we're gonna talk about the election tonight and i have to watch my mouth a little bit <laughs> and i'm just like mm, hunter biden foot job vid oh 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 yeah i never saw it i couldn't I, find me it. neither me neither so yeah and then i i googled today hunter biden feet and like it was all like Google blocked out like election misinformation stuff. <laughs> QAnon. And so then I went on to 4chan, which I haven't done since I was like in high school. Oh, and like, God. Used to, I used to go on it in high school for like shock content and stuff, but I have not done that at all recently. Wait. Did you have, did you get red pilled at some point? Cause I, looking back, I think for about a couple months, I was totally red pilled. Um, no, I went the other way. I got, like, really rad-lib, like, social justice for, like, two years in college. 
Mm. But th- that happened to me after realizing. But, you know, it. I mean, it's been vomited out a thousand times. So I'm not saying anything new at all. But mm-hmm. you know that thing where you're getting to YouTube and you start with oh, yeah. something as small as like, oh, SJW is getting owned. Like, right. that's how basic I was. I totally got red pill like that. But not in the, like, because I'm a fag. So yeah. it wasn't like into the homophobia or the Islamophobia. But it was on the way, you know, to getting red pilled a little bit until then Bernie came out as a contestant and then that helped me get mm-hmm. like radicalized, I guess. And it's kind of funny because um from my social justice era, I have like kind of swung very f- back against it to the point where I would probably <laughs> find like SJW cringe videos on YouTube like kind of amusing now. I mean, they're still funny. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I wouldn't yeah, I know what you mean, because it's that group of uh it's that whole brand of YouTube content where it just is like slowly picking at you to hate minorities like more yeah, and more yeah, yeah yeah it starts with pewdiepie and then it just like spirals into the gutter exactly yeah i missed that fortunately um but honestly i think like being red-pilled and like angry is like more fun and approachable than being like a furious like social justice brat on a university <laughs> college it was very obnoxious i'm amazed that i actually like uh, was able to, like, keep a lot of friendships from that time. Um, but I don't know. I went to college a lot later than you did, so... Not a lot later, you fag. Well, okay, like, four years. So a different generation, you know. Wait, for, what, when, what year were you born? Well, I finished... Uh, born 1996, and then I went to college in 2016. We... we... Wait, no, I went to college we're, in 2014. Like a... 2014, sorry. Why did you go to college so late? We have a two-year difference. Huh. I don't know. No, I didn't. I went at a normal time. I went when I was 18. I went when I was 18, and it was like 2013, 20... It wasn't... 2016 oh my God. doesn't match. We cannot, now, now I'm we, forgetting, because I'm no, drunk. No, it's 2014. But... 2014. Do not make the gays do math on the podcast. It's not exactly. going to end well. Exactly. Let's not. Wait. Actually, let's not. <laughs> they're going to uh, no. Google us. They're going to find us. They're going to dox they're coming. us. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyone who wants to dox me can just buy an issue of the zine. Because I have to put my, ad- my return label on it. So, Please do. Yeah, pay me, and then you can dox me all you want. Like, whatever. Go mm. ahead. <laughs> but anyway, all of, like, that time period of college, at least, like, in America, like, Honestly, like, everyone who wasn't, like, foaming at the mouth MAGA was, like, kind of, like, wow, like, social justice. So maybe that's it. I'm really glad I was in a frat because I think it made me more. You were in a frat? Yes. Not your fag ass. Yeah, I was one of, like, three gay members in a very normal fraternity. I wasn't, like, there, yeah, I mean, it was a big house. We had, like, 70 members, so... Yeah, I was in a frat. It was fun, and most I have a lot of good friends that are still from it. Oh my god, I'm gonna get canceled. Oh, I'm not judging. I'm just I just find I know it you're not because I, I I just have this image of frats from like Scream Two or something. <laughs> I mean, it's not that far. I had to. I will say that my parents never paid like my dues or anything. I paid for everything myself. Like I. I I would not have like just sapped money away from like my parents for it. But yeah. 
What do you mean? Yeah, you, ha- you have to. You had to pay to be in a frat. You had to pay a membership, and then if you live in the house, you have to like pay rent at the house too. Oh, oh, God. Um, um. <laughs> anyway, um, the masked singer. <laughs> no, wait. I I have something else to say, okay. which I think is kind of interesting. While we're in the subject of college and politics, sure. Is even though it was only like literally two years. Mm-hmm. When I went to college, it was uh, the Obama terms and just kind of that political stillness, yes. I guess. So we're, yeah, we were young and politically active, quote unquote, but there wasn't that underbelly of, I guess, rage or anger yeah. or opposing ideas because you didn't really encounter them in the real world yet which is so stupid to say but it's true well yeah because i mean to be a republican during the obama era was like annoying or like what is wrong with you it was like the most you didn't didn't really find them in the in the real world or (laughs) or online really they've definitely like stepped up their presence for sure but I mean, that yeah. was also the era of like a Milo Yiannopoulos, you know. Yeah, but that's again the beginning of the red pilling, where you just watch a mile of it, and you're like, ah, yeah. He got canceled. He's gone. He's legit. Yeah, he gone. got really canceled. Like, talk about deplatformed. He is gone. I think he's, he's got the... like four followers on that Nazi app, and that's about it. Like him and Louis C.K. are like the only two people I can think of who have like been like actually like crushed. Wait, didn't Louis C.K. have a show a couple months back? Um, I think he's sure. been doing. He's he was doing like some uh, stand up th- like bits like here and there, and he was like doing them like at like some clubs in New York before COVID started, um, and was like doing like kind of like underground ones. Or yeah, something. that's that's disappointing because like th- that's oh god fucking quote-unquote liberal Hollywood, fuck you. Like, you're going to cancel Weinstein. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe what he did was a bit worse in terms of physical Oh, it was, it was way, way, way worse. But you're going to have fucking, what, what was it, Sarah Silverman that said, oh, yeah, he took his cock out and cummed in front of me. But, I mean, it's Louie. Hello? Uh, yeah, that's okay. just, Who the fuck does that? I'm not going to go out with my friends, take my cock out, and just, like, come in front of them. Oh, he's a who pervert for sure. That? He's he's definitely like a pervert, but he never raped anyone. So okay, but that's where we draw the line at rape. I think I would draw yes. it before. <laughs> I think he was he definitely abused his power and was like weird and creepy. And uh, I find him infinitely like less watchable because of it. But um, he definitely did not like pull a Weinstein. That's for sure. Well, yeah, but you Wait, know what's, what's really that Lana lyric? Lucy's oh, in the what? sky with Harvey or whatever. Oh god. <laughs> well, she um <clears throat> retired uh, the song or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't care. It didn't matter. She like Lana loved that shit. That was like right up her alley. Of course it was. Well, it it fit the aesthetic and exactly. the character cuz yeah. the Lana Del Rey character. What's her name? Lizzie Grant. Yeah. So, but anyway, 
Wendy Williams and the Masked Singer. Ain't that interesting? <laughs> I, I actually had a good transition for this, but I missed my chance. I was going to be like, hey, you know that the Masked Singer is from Korea? <laughs> yeah, I know I know you started it, but then I, I should. Actually, before we start getting into uh, Wendy, uh-huh. there's Masked Singer Korea that started the franchise. And before he even came to the States, there was a version in Thailand. And my boyfriend actually designed one of the... One of the suits, one of oh, the that's pretty cool costumes. Yeah. Well, also, I think and... um, the mass singer like works better in Asia because they have like a greater pantheon of uh, interesting people who like kind of do like those like dopey you know reality TV shows, and it's like not like aesthetically Absolutely. offensive. But it does not make any sense in America. No, because I, I don't, and I don't mean this as shade to asian celebrities because i'm from italy and it's pretty much the same Mm -hmm. um unless you're in the states or maybe the uk i guess they're they're like if you're a celebrity you're the the a b c d z list hired does not really exist yeah because it's much smaller countries it's a smaller um Share the viewership, like, yeah. Yeah, share the viewership, yeah. But also out media output, like there's fewer channels, there's fewer. There isn't like 35 CBS All right. Access shows that you could have a a show on. Like there's the channels, and then there's a satellite or what? I don't know where I'm going with this. Oh but... no, no, it's completely right because like in Japan, on every like a uh, variety show, they have commentary from whatever band or like whatever idols are popular now so it's like you see like this this group of celebrities like just doing everything so it's not like embarrassing for them to like show up on the masked singer exactly like if even if you do movies it wouldn't be weird for you to do also tv right or join a commentary show like there isn't that divide where like oh wow meryl streep is doing a show but it's on hbo so you know it's it's a it's allowed. There there there's not that divide. Yeah. Exactly. If that makes sense. Yeah, so, so Mass Singer in Asia, it's uh it, it's fine. I mean I don't watch Jane, it. Not, Jane. not for me, but <laughs> I'm glad your boyfriend did. Good for him. Well, he had to sign away the rights to his design so they can sell oh. it as plushies. <laughs> oh, oh wow. I want a plushie of that Wendy Williams lip mouth. Just the fucking mouth. Native New Yorker. Who came up with the idea for this? It makes no sense. She's not from New York. She's from New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you are going to be in a mouth costume singing about New York. And by the way, you're sitting down and you're not moving and you're screaming. No, I I don't think I don't think production came up with the sitting down. I think she demanded that because of her ankles. Is that a thing? Have you... Well, I don't want to body shame Wendy, but have you... Like, she has a disease or something. Okay. Is it like the Gaga hip? Yeah, it's something like she has to drain them every once in a while. They oh. Look, yeah. So well, it's probably... Um, yeah. That sounds very sad. Uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, that performance honestly like changed my life a little bit. It's so much like... <laughs> disaster 2020 culture just climaxing at the same moment into like pure decadent spectacle a hundred thousand people are dying in the u.s every day and here's wendy williams here's wendy on the, <laughs> on the mass singer singing native new yorker this 
is almost as iconic as Sarah Palin's appearance. Wait, did I miss Sarah Palin on the Oh, Masked did Singer? you miss Sarah Palin on The Masked Singer? Zach, I did I did not know about this. <gasps> Yo. As Can we stop the pod for me to watch this? Yeah, go go watch it. Okay. Okay, so I just watched um what's her name? Uh Sarah Palin. <laughs> Sarah Palin as the bear on Mass Singer, and it was pretty iconic. <clears throat> she's like but, kind of tore it, honestly. Like she kind of really she ate kind of yeah. You're right. She she kind of she, ate she that. was having fun. And, and you know what? what when, Wendy funny, also tore it because she just fucked up so bad it became iconic. No, but the the thing is, watching the judges panel, watching Sarah Palin, they're tearing it up. They're having as much fun as she is. And then you watch the judges panel of Wendy singing, and you just see, um, what's his name? Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke just randomly stent, and they just cut to him making a gin and tonic. <laughs> and it's like... No, okay. how the fuck did Robin Thicke, like, who asked him to do anything? What they the fuck? Him. I mean, oh, come on, did you see the judges panel? It's a who's who of who's been. It's really tragic. Like, it's, are they not ashamed? I mean, what's her name? Isn't she anti-vax? Oh, that, well, that like girl Fox, with though. the really aggressive highlight? Yeah. But Don't know who did she you is. See, did you not see her movie, Dirty Love? I think that's what it's called. I think Don't it's know what that is. Oh, you have to watch it. Don't know about that. Oh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. The Mass Singer, American Life, right? <laughs> It's a, it's in a, it's a part of expression of American life. Which getting yeah. back to it, shouldn't we talk about the Madonna track of the week? Yeah, it's American Life from her album American Life. <laughs> I could talk about this whole album for hours. Yeah, and we honestly, I, um, the Madonna episode we did on I'm So Popular is like forty five percent American Life commentary. So go back and listen to that. Mostly, no, but um, I don't know. It's easy to, like, look at Madonna's political music and, you know, be like, oh, this is still so relevant today. And it's it, that it is true. But um, I think it kind of understates how nuanced and severe her analysis of American life is. Wow. Those were words. Would you like me to rephrase? No, I got what you mean, fag. Okay, let me let me speak in um l- let me do this but for Italians. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. okay, Madonna make it the pasta. The pasta is pasta. anti-capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> anti-capitalist pasta. Uh yeah, she, I don't know. I think it's a fucking amazing song and um very deeply ironic and frightening and anxious and sad. You you said the right word, ironic. Yes. Her work with Merways, is it Merways? Yes. It's we still don't ironic. know how to pronounce his name. Like Yeah, well, it's been 20 episodes of us talking, but whatever. <laughs> like music, that whole song is so completely it's over the very top and ironic. Exactly. So when you get to a song like American Life, it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, 
where she made the mistake, and I will I will say that she made a mistake. I don't think the video's a mistake, but the the whole the the cover art and the the marketing for the album tied <clears throat> to the lead did not were not really what the album is and it still haunts it and follows it to the state which is why we're mm -hmm. still getting retrospective reviews of like oh this is not the album we thought it was going to be so i people oh, were it's, both it's like mad Lindsay Ellis, I that she was going it's like to a make bush a response album yeah, oh, fuck Lindsay Ellis. I fucking hate her. Her and Todd in the Shadows can go choke on my fat Italian cock. I find her tone of voice to be really condescending. No, I, you, I like, actually, I no, I, to be honest, I do really enjoy your content, to be honest, most of the time. I, I watch it as well, episode, but I, I find her energy to be a little, hmm. Her and that anyway. fried hair. But anyway, um... <laughs> That lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> women's just, business. It, it, gays and women's business? Shocking. It has followed <laughs> her and the album. And like, which is why now, in the past year, we've gotten so many articles and reviews saying like, oh, retrospective, we were wrong. It's actually amazing. Because it is. It's just, it was a... a guess not the wrong time because it, it couldn't have come out at any other time right but just a wrong marketing choice for the masses I, and it's such a weird it is a weird album it is weird to digest yeah and i mean Sonically, it's much more inwardly focused than like you said kind of the cover or like the music video suggests like it's an album about Madonna's experience as, like, a rich, famous American woman. As Madonna. Yes, exactly. So, like, I think that people kind of look at it as, like, a larger commentary. And if you're you're trying to read it just as that and not, like, as it's, a reflection of the artist, the album does kind of break apart a little bit. But, and it's really not. I think, I think it's perhaps even more personal, like I said, mm -hmm. I think, on your podcast than Ray of Light. It's because Ray of Light is personal, but also apart from songs like Mer Girl, thematically, it's pretty um, broad, broad, like yeah. you can listen to it and you can apply it to your own life. While American Life, it's Madonna singing about having been Madonna for the past 20 years or whatever, how long she'd be going at the time. And she's talking about the very strange political climate like pre-Iraq invasion mm -hmm. at like and then looking back at like what the fuck have I been doing with my career I am a mother now I am a wife what is what is going on and it's mother and father nothing fit, like the, the the latter half of the album is to me I think the best Madonna that Madonna's ever Madonna. Yeah, I agree. And um, but going back to just the song itself, I think it is a single that no one else could have ever released in their career. Like, it Absolutely. is... Absolutely. From, like, a schematic point of view, it doesn't have, like, a lot of the typical progressions of a pop song, which it still is a pop song, but it's much more radical in its approach than you know, anything else that she'd done up to that point? I think it feels like it's, a, it, it feels like 
almost a parody of a pop song at the time. Yeah. You got the song and then you got the rap chorus, the rap verse in the middle, like right. songs would have at the time. Except she's she's everything about it is just sarcastic and people took it at face value, like, oh, here is forty three year old Madonna trying to do what the twenty year olds are doing when really the point was as executed as it was, the point was Here's me taking what everybody else is doing and kind of shitting on it while also mm-hmm. critiquing what's going on yeah. in a very Madonna way, which has always been polarizing. Yeah, so. and it's to kind of like make fun of herself and like make fun of the listener as well for like going along Th- exactly. with it. Exactly. And, and then you add the video to it, so the whole boom controversy. There and that go. rap, she still gets like flack for and people still can't like read it ironically, but... The thing Tell me it's not iconic. Tell me so it's iconic. not iconic. So iconic. And my favorite thing about it, it. is that, like, you know, Madonna knows what hip-hop sounds like. And she has, like, worked in the genre. And she's had producers, like, from that movement, like, working on her stuff. Like, if she was trying to earnestly rap, then she would have. Like, I don't exactly. understand people, like, fail to miss this. And didn't Merways... We're never going to get it. Yeah, whatever. Just do an interview maybe last month or a couple weeks ago where he was talking about him him and Madonna debating on the rap or not. And she was saying, no, but I want this. And he was saying, I don't think people are going to get it. And she said, I don't care if people get it or not. This is what I want. Yeah, and he kind of pushed her at first. And that's so Madonna. To like... um. They tell me exactly like what like goes through your mind like when you're in your car on the way to the studio. It make it makes sense though to be it does. like I don't want to shit on odd no, no okay but apart from that I don't want to shit on audiences for not getting it in 2003 because I'm not saying Madonna has a galaxy brain even though she does but knowing Madonna and taking um out of the context of what she's done since. And seeing seeing her in the context of 2003, having followed music and Ray of Light and the, everything that came before, to see her do something as tongue-in-cheek as American Life was, at least this song, it, I don't think it, it, it was an easy connection for a random radio listener to make. Yeah, it's definitely not a radio song. Yeah, like and the video did not help, even though I think it's iconic. It's oh, one it, of her best. The the a video that she scrapped. Yeah, that that is, and and she regrets it. She yeah. has said it's one of the biggest regrets she has is that she scrapped the video in order to get for it to get played on MTV. Yeah, but I mean, I I completely understand why she would have done that too cuz I mean, that was like leading up to, you know, Dixie Chicks era like cancellation and stuff where it like, had, it had just followed. Yeah, it was just about to happen. So the climate the climate, the climate around uh pop music at that time was that like if you push on like the the system too hard, like you're going to really suffer for it. And sadly it didn't help cuz she still she got still the did. band from from Clear, what's it called? Clear Radio, which is now iHeart. Clear Channel. Mm-hmm. Clear Channel, which is now iHeart. Totally bander. Which is why a song like Hung Up, even three years later, 
when still holds the record for the most number ones worldwide. Yeah. And only reached, what, number seven? And that was only due to, like, what, digital sales and basically MTV just playing the song constantly. Right. <sighs> yeah, and so, I mean, um, the election is stressful for everyone, um, no matter, like, what your thoughts on the candidates are or, like, what you're expecting. Um, but I think it's useful to go back and listen to some American Life because it's an album that kind of, like, insists that you don't take yourself so seriously and you kind of, like, question what your role in the culture is, so. that That's what I love about it. Literally, the first half is, like, t- super tongue-in-cheek. And then you get to the peak, which is like I'm so stupid. Yeah, oh, and so then good. it dips into like love profusion. Exist- yeah, existential. Oh my god. Ugh. Ugh. Go, please do go listen to American Life. Oh, now that it's been almost two decades away from the controversy, away from the Bush years, just listen to the album. It's fantastic. Yeah, and it has aged very well. I think that the experimental touches on it like still like sound like really fresh and innovative still. And that's another thing cuz we only talked about the tongue in cheekness of of the song and the lyrics, but sonically that album as a one of the biggest pop stars in the world for her to release an album like that. Like even folklore does not match the the shift. Like Madonna just oh, come yeah. from music, just come from Ray of Light and music which was a weird step for her, I guess. But, but it, like it was American nothing Life. unfriendly, you know. Exactly. It was fresh, but it wasn't unfriendly. Exactly. Right, but right. American Life sounded weird. Yeah. And it's, which is why, like I said before, they're now re- retroactively all creaming over it. Because they understand the brilliance, but that's Except for Madonna. Lindsay Ellis. Fuck you, Lindsay Ellis. And do you know who else I want to say fuck you to? I did not buy your book. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I did. You did not buy Axiom's End. <laughs> I did not buy... You know the title? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I watch her He's videos. a fan. Ugh. I watch the videos too, but I pretend not to. Anyway. Okay, well. <clears throat> fuck well, you, Lindsay Ellis. Fuck you, Lindsay Ellis. Fuck you, Cher. Fuck you, Cher. Fuck you, Cher. Fuck you, share. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck you, share. Fuck, fuck you, share. And on that note, if you're gonna act like a bitch, then you're gonna die like a bitch. 